you are listening to Confession of an Esthetician, and my name is Kadeen Vedette Barricade. I am the owner of Vedette Beauty and Skincare, located in Brooklyn, New York. I am so excited to have you here with me. This podcast is all about entrepreneurship, the good, the bad, and the ugly, my life being an esthetician, a wife, mother of two, God being my CEO, and of course, everything skin. So thank you for joining me today. Hey, 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 welcome back. I'm your host, Kadeem Badet Barricade, and I am so excited to be sharing with you guys um, some updates on what's been going on with me. <laughs> if you are following me on social media, then you have been noticing um, I've been, you know, dropping little things here and there about how my month has been, how my day is going, like how much... I'm like stressed that I'm going through. <laughs> so if you listen to um, the previous podcast, then you are aware that we have expanded after 10 years. We have been in our new location for a month now. So I'm super excited. I'm so excited about being in this new location. Um, and But with new levels, there's new challenges, there's new things that you face. And I want to share some of the things that I have faced during this month being in a new location because it's really important for me to share with others, um, you know, the truth, right? The truth about things that we face um, running a business, some of the challenges that we face because um, quite often we don't hear and see those things, especially on social media. We see... Um, you know, the good things, right? The glitter, the gold, the silver, the, you know, just all the glitzy things, right? We don't really see and witness um, the everything else that people go through when running a business. But overall, like, I'm super excited about being in our new location. Um, we still have our first location. And um, so let's get into it. So... A lot has happened, and and um, <laughs> and I'm going to share them in its order, right? And the reason why these things are so, it's like so bothersome to me is that I haven't faced challenges in a very, very long time. And honestly, some of you guys may hear the things that I feel that are challenges I'm facing and they may say that's nothing, you know, but for me, it is something, you know, because when you have not faced challenges in so long, it's like, wait a minute, God, what is going on? What do I need to do now? What are you showing me? What are you telling me? You know, and um, so like, you know, little things stands out to me and I just feel like God be like waking me up or waking us up when we are facing certain things. Um, I do feel that the last um, three months of me doing my build out, I haven't faced anything like the whole, like the whole construction has been so smooth and 
And, you know, I've talked about that in the past. Like, I had such a great team, you know. Part of me felt like it's because I kept everything to myself, you know. No one knew about what I was doing until maybe a week or two before um, grand opening. And I purposely did that because I just feel like, you know, although people may smile on your face and things like that, like, a lot of people don't wish you well, right? A lot of people don't. A lot of people don't mind seeing you do good, but when they see you doing great or better than them, it be you become like a target. You become like, you know, it, it becomes issues at that point. And I just felt I just wanted to like keep that, even though I was so excited about me signing the lease and me doing this whole build out, like it was like it was a really exciting moment for me and. I just didn't want to share it with nobody. Like, it's so sad to say, but I kept it to myself. So when I did share my expansion and things like that, people thought that I did a whole build-out in a week. But no, in reality, it was, it took three months, but I didn't share with anybody. And um, the moment I felt like I shared with the world, like, you know, everything that I was going through, like, and keeping everybody up to date on day-to-day, on the status of the space, I felt like that's when I started facing some challenges and things like that. But um, our grand opening was amazing. Um, <laughs> I had such a great turnout. It was really, really, really a great, great time. Um, Brooklyn Chambers was there. A lot of um, councils was there representing, um, you know, Brooklyn Chambers and Flatbush and Brooklyn and it was amazing. Um, the only disappointment was um, Channel 12 News was supposed to attend, but unfortunately they had, they had, not unfortunately, it was, it would have been a good thing, but they had my business. It would have been breaking news, but honestly, like it's not really breaking news. I mean, it is breaking news, but it's not because like <laughs> it's so much real, like craziness going on in the world that would be considered breaking news. So, um, the day that morning of the grand opening, they had said they wasn't going to make it because they had like a, a breaking news, you know. So but one day they'll come. But anyway, um, but overall, like it was so good. Like I had a, such a good time. My family was there <clears throat> and things like that. But let's get into it. So when I had so remember three months build out running back and forth every day between my shop to the new shop, I have kids, I have a husband, you know, like it was just a lot for me, like every single day, back and forth, in between breaks, checking up on a new spot. And then, and then my grand opening was, was the day after. So let's think, let's go back. So three months doing a build out. And the night before grand opening, we was in the shop cleaning to like four in the morning my grand opening and ribbon cutting was at 11, 11 12 o'clock. And then, then Sunday, we had our team meeting. And then Monday, we were open for business. So just imagine, I had no break, no sleep. I've been running on E. Like, it has been so crazy that the first day of grand uh, um, business, it was so overwhelming. Like, I literally felt like I was going to have a breakdown. Like, the ladies had to tell me, like, Kadeen, like, breathe, breathe. Like, it was so overwhelming because 
I didn't really have time to really take it in, right? I didn't really have time to just sit and just appreciate everything that just happened. I just went right back in hustle mode. And when I um, was seeing clients the first day in business, everyone, I, I ran behind on all my appointments because I was still trying to figure out what room will work best for what service. I was trying to figure out where my products were. Like, it was a lot of figuring out that day. And still, after a month, still trying to figure things out, right? <laughs> so, the first day was very, very, very overwhelming for me. And I think it was the first or second day. So, when the guys were doing the construction, there there was a handle in our in our main entrance, right? To exit the space. And it broke off, right? They couldn't find it. They didn't know where it was at. So the nail, the screws that connected the door from the handle was still on the door. So there were times when we had to use the little nails, uh, I keep saying nails, the screws to pull the door in and to lock it, right? Because I didn't, I don't like leaving my front door open. So um, there was a client when our client was sitting in the front and she was kind of like assisting us opening the door for people that were coming in and out. But she didn't realize that we had a little technique going on when we were locking our door, like pulling the, the um, you know, the screw drive, the screws to pull the door in and then lock the door. So whatever case may be, when she was assisting us with that, she ended up breaking the lock. <laughs> she ended up breaking the lock and it was insane because I was like, hold up, this door cannot stay open. Like, <laughs> I was like, wait, like. I was so, so frustrated. I was like, okay, this doors can't lock. The door can't lock. And we had to call an emergency locksmith. So that was a little pricey because I didn't expect it to cost that much. I don't know if they overcharge us, but it was a little pricey than what I expected. So I was a little annoyed about that. So that was the first challenge, right? Then a couple of days later, um, so our space have all new, like, um, all new like facial bed right very high tech really pricey beds like because I, I wanted like the best of the best right so I'm working in one of the rooms and I'm doing lashes with one of my dear clients who've been coming to me for years and I was I don't remember if I was lowering the bed or raising the bed but whatever the case may be the bread and the bed ended up breaking like literally collapsing on one side like and all I'm thinking was, oh, heck no. Like, I haven't even been in this space for a week. And the bed broke. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. It was so, like, embarrassing, number one. But number two, I'm so happy. Like, she wasn't, like, like overweight. Like, she wasn't a heavy lady. Because then that would have been a whole other situation. She would have been, like, feeling bad that she broke the bed. And I would have to be like, no, it's not you. The bed actually wasn't good. Like they sent me a bad bed. <laughs> so I was happy that she wasn't a big lady. But I was just like, this can't be like this can't be like for real right now. So we just ended up just getting up and going in the other room. Thank God we had other rooms. Thank God we had other beds because Lord knows, like it would have been crazy if that was my only bed, the only room that I was servicing clients in. Because this bed took 
three weeks to be replaced. And I'm super annoyed about that because they had me do, they had me um, send photos and videos of the bed, right? So I send them the videos and images of the bed. Didn't hear from them. I had to keep following up with them. It took a couple of days for me to like get a response from them. Then they realized, okay, it wasn't me. It was actually the bed. So they're like, okay, we're going to send you out a new bed. The issue is that they didn't expedite this shipping. So it took like three, three and a half weeks. So a whole month I haven't been, we haven't been using one particular room. So that was super annoying because I had to keep running back and forth between both rooms because most of the products and supplies were in this particular room. So that was so, so frustrating for me. And anyway, they ended up sending us a new bed. The problem is with that is that they wanted me to, when I received the new bed, I had to take the old bed and pack it back in the in the new box, in the new shipment. So it was just a whole ordeal. And I was just like, listen, I can't be bothered with all of this. Like, I waited three weeks for this bed, and now you want me to, like, pack the old bed? Like, listen, I was annoyed. Let's just say that. But thank God my client is good. She wasn't hurt. I wasn't hurt. And, um, but listen, if it was a new client, best to believe I would have had like a super bad review talking about how my bed broke while they were on the bed. Like that would have been bad, but thank God she's okay. And we kind of laugh about it now. So the next situation that I faced was, uh, a bad review, a bad review in my new location. And let me tell you about this bad review. This particular young lady booked a two-hour lash set. She'd never been to us before. She was getting a new lash set from us. And, you know, and when we confirmed her appointment the day before, she confirmed it. Not only did she confirm it, but she also stopped by the night, the day before, just to be like, hey, I have an appointment tomorrow. So we're like, okay, nice to meet you. We'll see you tomorrow, right? So she comes to her appointment and she comes in the phone. I mean, she comes into the space a little uneasy because she was on the phone with someone. And while she was on the phone with this particular individual, and let me just say this, guys, when situations happen, like current situations, I never talk about it. I wait till years later to talk about it. But this situation, I'm going to share about it. And I don't care because I just feel like, oh, let me continue the story. So she comes in and she's on the phone with someone and she's telling them, oh, I can't stand when my two older sisters question me every time I step out the house. They ask me where I'm going. I hate that. It makes me very, un, um, un, um, what she said, it makes me uncomfortable. I hate when they do that. So she's on the phone complaining about her two older sisters. So when she arrived, our spa coordinator opened the door for her and said, hello. She said, good morning. And she asked her if, she had an appointment. And the young lady said yes. So I was spot coordinator, handed her a form and told her she could have a seat and fill it out. Now, as she's filling out her form and on the phone, she I hear her in the back and she's asking the spot coordinator. She's like, um, um, is my eye, am I going to be blind after this? That was the first question. Then after that, she said to her, um, 
why online people's eyes are like um, red and watery and puffy after they get lashes. So now I come to the front now because I'm like, all right, she has some concerns and questions that I need to address. So I come to the front. I was like, oh, do you have any questions? She was like, I just want to know if if I'm going to get blind. So I'm like, no, you're not going to get blind. Then she's like, but why online people's eyes are like red? This is how she's talking. Why online people's eyes are red? So I was like, oh, on our website? Like, you see that? And she's like, no, no, no. I see it on like online on Instagram and stuff. So I was like, well, I can't answer that question because I don't know. Like, we don't, we haven't experienced something like that unless the person has a chemical reaction. But I was like, you know, um, because I can't answer that, it's best if you see something like that online that you ask, you ask them online, like, hey, why, why is your client's eyes red or why are her eyes are red? You know, you ask those questions, but to come to your appointment and have these concerns and ask me, I don't know. So, um, you know, then after that, she was just like, okay. Then she's like, well, I'm, I'm really scared. I'm really scared to do these lashes. So in my mind, I'm thinking, well, if you're really scared, why are you even doing the lashes? You know, I just feel like if you have all these concerns and questions, the perfect time to ask those things is when we had called to confirm your appointment, which would, which was 24 hours before your appointment. So um, she's like, I just, you know, I'm scared. I'm going away. I'm scared I'm going to get allergic reactions. So I was like, well, have you had lashes before? And she's like, no. So I was like, well, why would you think that? Why would you think you're going to have an allergic reaction? And she's like, I don't know. I don't know. And she's like, you know what? I'm just going to reschedule. So at this point, I'm like, well, it's already 30 minutes into your appointment. And for you to be like, you're going to reschedule? Um, We have a policy. Like, you can't just come in. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just like, well, if you do that, you're going to lose your deposit. So she's like, oh, no, no, no. I'm not going to lose my money. So now she's like, what else do you guys do here? So I'm like, oh, well, who booked your appointment? Did you book it online? She goes, yeah. So I asked that because I'm like, well, if you went on our website, then you see all our services. Like you literally had to like scroll through and choose your service, right? So that means you pass facials. That means you had to pass hair removal. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you've seen all the services for you to get to eyelash, right? So I was like, well, all our services on the website, but we offer like facials, hair removal. So she's just like on her phone looking through the services. So she's like, oh, I'm going to do the acne treatment. So we were trying to explain to her like acne treatments for someone that's dealing with moderate to severe acne. She doesn't have acne. Like we wouldn't do that treatment on her. And plus that requires consultations. It requires her to have like, you know, all these things, right? So she's like, I want acne treatment. So I'm trying to tell her like that service she cannot get done. So she's like, well, I'm going to do the hydrofacial. So we're like, all right. She said, how much is that? So we told her the price and she goes, oh, no, 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 no. I am not spending that. So we was like, okay, well, you can do customized facials. She's like, okay, I'm going to do that. So I bring her into the room and, um, you know, I gave her instructions on taking off her clothes, her shoes, put on the robe, get comfortable and everything. And um, as I'm in the room, she's like, are you the manager? So I looked at her and I was like, no, I'm the esthetician. Do you want to speak to a manager? And she's like, no. So that was that. Stepped out the room, came back in and started the facial. So doing the facial, um, you know, certain products are very stimulating. And I was I will advise or tell like the client like, hey, you know, I'm about to 
put this on, you're going to feel a little tingle, a little spicy. So I told her that I was doing exfoliate. And I, was tell, I told her, I was like, hey, about two, three minutes, I'm going to leave this on. It's going to feel a little spicy, a little tingle. So it's on her face. And she's like, can I open my eyes? And I'm like, sure. Right? So then she's looking up at me. <laughs> so I'm like, just relax. And she's like, oh, I didn't know I could open my eyes. And I'm like, of course. So now she feels a tingle and she's like, I mean, it's two minutes already. It's two minutes. Take this off of me. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, could you please? I said, just try to relax. This is me. Can you just relax? Can you just relax? I'm going to take it off. And um, so that whole entire um, treatment, she was very, very, very uneasy. Very uneasy. But I tried to do everything I can do to give her the best experience, right? So now she leaves, and guess what? The next morning, 4.45 a.m., we get a notification that someone gave us a one-star review. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, my gosh. As soon as I saw the name, I was like, okay, what did she write? Let me tell you, that review was so bad. And if anyone takes the time to sit and read that long review, you have a lot of time in the world. It's so long. And she basically was saying, of course, the first thing our people always say is, oh, I want to support this black business. Da, 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 da. Listen, guys, when you write a review, you don't have to always say, I want to support this black business. Because guess what? A Caucasian would never go online and write about a white business and say, you know, I want to support this white business. Like, we got to do better. Like, I'm really sick and tired of people always doing that. Like, it's so frustrating. Just be like, I want to support this new business. Blah, 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 blah. But to be like, oh, I want to support this black business. Oh, because of this black business. Oh, if it wasn't this, like, yo, like, just stop. It's, like, annoying, you know? It's, like, almost like, oh, I just wanted to, like, I feel so sorry for this black business and I wanted to give them my money. Like, I just came to support them because they need the money. Like, that's how it comes off. Like, so anyway, so she writes that. She's like, oh, don't ever support this business. Uh, you know, it's not, it's not what she said. It's how her face looked. No, people don't like when you are serious, stern, and you mean what you say. Because the moment you come up that way, you're mean, you're unprofessional. No, I just, I just mean business. Like, you're going to understand what I'm saying, and that's it, right? I'm not going to be laughing, none of that, because right now, you took 30 minutes out of your appointment time, and now you want to tell me that you're going to cancel and reschedule, like, no, that's not how we do things. And if you were concerned about allergic reaction, that's something that you would have expressed when we called you and we would have set up a patch te test. So if you guys didn't know, there is a patch test available and that's just to see if you are allergic to our chemicals, to our products, to our lash extensions, like period. But the but you won't know these things until you ask, right? So she went on talking about that. She went on talking about um, she lives on the block and she wants to support us and don't ever waste your money at this place. If uh, uh, basically saying like, if you if you're not happy, why have a business to service people? Like she just went on. So of course we responded, but all that to say is like that was a little frustrating. Like you know what I'm saying? Like you know, new location and then all of a sudden this bad review because you decided to come to your appointment and wasn't sure if you wanted to do the service. Like, you don't, that's not how you do things, you know? So that was that. Then 
Um, now being in this space, I realized that, um, so when we leave the space, they had already had a brand new HVAC system. And, um, but when I got the space, it was an open space, right? So now that they put up walls and rooms and things like that, um, I realized that the air is not circulating properly. So when the air is not circulating, it doesn't have air, like the air blows in, but there's no way the air to blow out. So what happens is cold air blows in and it feels like the AC. Like, so I noticed like the first week or so, like every hour, the place would get freezing cold, but our thermostat would say like 77, 80, and it would last about 10, 11 minutes. And I noticed that. So I was just so like frustrated about that. And I had to call like my contractors, the landlord, and it was just a whole ordeal. Come to find out that we need to do minor construction in my space. <laughs> so you guys already know, like I just spent a ton of money in this space. So for me to have to like break walls and connect another HVAC duck and all this stuff is so frustrating. And we didn't do it yet. My contractor trying to figure out other things that we can do before going that route. So right now we didn't do it because I just ordered some um, supplies and waited for that to come in. But that is so frustrating because if you guys know, dealing with HVAC costs thousands of dollars and I refuse to spend that type of money right now. Like I do not want to spend thousands of dollars in this space. I've done enough and I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just like, this is it. Like I'm not. <laughs> so that's something else that I was dealing with, right? Now, moving forward, maybe like mm, two, maybe even three weeks into um, the space, we had we now offer care credit, which I'm super excited because now it gives other people opportunity that want to do you know our services that may not have the funds or you know whatever case may be. So we have extra financing um, options. So someone booked um, electrolysis, right? And when you book an appointment, it requires a deposit. Only 50% deposit, not 100% of deposit, 50%. This particular individual decided to, I believe she, I think she canceled the same day. Yes, she canceled. She didn't let us know she was running late, right? Call us after, maybe 30 minutes after to say she can't find a place and that she has to reschedule. But we have a policy, Right. So she's been like emailing us, telling us she used care credit and that she paid 100% of the service. We need to reschedule her appointment. And I'm like, first of all, you don't pay care credit before your service is provided. And that's something that we have to enter manually when you at your appointment. So I'm, I'm trying to explain to this person, like your appointment only has 50 percent of the service, I mean 50 percent um, is paid towards your service, right? That's all you pay is 50 percent of your appointment. Well, I keep tongue tied. So I'm trying to explain to her she only paid 50 percent of the total cost. She's insistent and putting it in caps. When you put things in cap, that means you're yelling at me, you're angry, you're screaming at me. 
So she put in caps and I'm just like, oh my God, like, ma'am, like you did not pay a hundred percent for this service. You paid a deposit and we have a policy. You did not show up and that's it. All I had to say is I contact K Credit, K Credit checked, and they like, there's no record of anyone paying a hundred percent of this particular service, right? So I'm trying to tell so I'm like, okay. Why is people like lying? Like, are you lying to get over? Because you know for a fact you did not use K credit to leave a deposit and you did not pay 100% of the service. Like, why are you lying? <laughs> but that's minor, but that was a little annoying because I'm just like, come on, like, I'm already dealing with this new space and trying to get myself situated and all these little things are happening. But so that's that. Now, this is what took the cake. My spa coordinator was in our spa. We were like cleaning up to like close up and things like that. She comes to the back and she's like, Kadeem, there's a weird guy outside. So for her to tell me that, that means he was weird because she knows how, you know, I'm a little paranoid. If you heard my first few episodes with intruders and things like that, you know, I'm very paranoid when it comes to like weird men. So I go to the front And sure enough, there's this guy standing in front and he's pacing back and forth, back and forth. He has his phone out. So either he was recording or he was taking photos, but he's he's going back and forth, back and forth. Then I'm like, all right. So then he like where he was positioned, let's just say he stopped pacing back and forth. He was like standing in an area that we wouldn't see him if we were exiting right we only would have saw him if we were like intentionally looking like oh is someone out there so I was like okay he's pretty weird like why is he standing right there in the cut you know it's dark outside like why is he just in there like there's nothing else going on on that side like you know what I'm saying like no one is just like lingering around that area like you know so I said okay he's a little weird like what is he up to but thank God it was a few of us in there and a man, a man with, you know, a, a guy was there with us. So when he kind of like moved away further, we left, like we closed up and we went to my car. And at this point, I'm looking at this guy and realized that he was in and out of a truck. It looked like a U-Haul truck, right? He was in and out of that truck with another guy. So when I got in my car, he comes out of the car now. And position himself, and like I said, he, he's been taking videos or he's taking photos, but he had his phone out and he's facing my car, capturing whatever. So I'm like looking at him and I'm like, yo, what is he doing? Like, what does he want? I don't know him. You know what I'm saying? So again, he's in and out of the truck, in and out of the truck. Now he's pacing by my car, back and forth, back and forth. So at this point, I'm like, okay, what is he up to? So I roll down my window so he can see that I see him because I don't know what you up to, but I see you do like I see you. So he's walking past my car, looking at me and I'm looking at him. So I'm like, he's weird. Like, so I said, you know what? Let me circle the block. I circled the block and it doesn't take me that long to get around the block. Maybe like, I don't know, five minutes, the most I come back around. The car is gone. The truck is gone. So I'm like, hmm. So 
I contacted my security guys. I mean, sorry, my uh, the camera guys that stole my security, my cameras, my security cameras. And we was reviewing the video. And sure enough, it was weird. Like we see him pacing back and but he was out there for a minute. So by the time she told me that he was out there, he was out there for a minute because we also have a video of him looking up at the camera. We have him acting like he's on the phone. And there was a point where a spa coordinator had walked to the back. So as her back was turned, can you see all this on the camera? As her back was turned, that's when he decides to stop now in front and look. Mind you, the whole time in the video, he's just walking back and forth, back and forth. But when she walks to the back, he stops and looking. Then there's another point in the camera where when she turns off the light, right? I was in the back. So she turns off the light and now guess what I see? I see a lady from one side and another gentleman. So not only was it him, it was three of them and they're pacing back and forth. And then the reason I knew they were together, because when the lady passed him, she said something very, she was really close to him and she said something and then the other guy came from the other side and he passes him as if he wasn't with him. Turns back around, says something and acts like he was throwing something in the garbage. And then a guy that was with us came in and then they see me come from the back. So it's, it's not just hers, a few of us. And then they all walk off. So what that looked like to me is that looks like they were casing my spot, you know, seeing who else is in there, what we do to close up, you know, all of that, just casing my spot. That's what I got. And of course, I made some friends around the corner at the precinct. And when I showed the cops, they said the same thing. They were like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so now I'm thinking like, damn. So now I'm dealing with this new space, all of this thing that's going on, all this little minor stress. And now I have to deal with people like casing my spot, robbery. Like, and I'm thinking, man, you had that whole you archer. What you want to do, empty out my spot? Like, so, and I'm thinking, like, you ain't going to find cash because 96% of people don't even use cash. So, I'm just like, what the hell? But that, I feel, so then, after that experience, all I'm thinking is, like, dag, like, I try to stay in my community, bring luxury in my community, and got to worry about this, you know? It's just a lot of desperate people out here. And it's just so sad that all these crimes, everything that goes on in this world is because someone wants what you have. Like, what the hell? We all have 24 hours in a day. Like, come on. We all work hard. Like, all the work that someone spent to to do, like, robbery and scam you, they put a lot of work into that. All that energy and work, you can go find a job. Like, you know what I'm saying? Go to school. Get a skill. And it, it was just so frustrating to me because all I'm thinking is, like, damn, did I make the right decision? Should I have went into a different area? Should I have moved into a different state? Should I leave New York? Because now I'm just like, this is too much. Like, I can't deal. I can't deal. Like, so all they did is sharpen me, right? So now we have extra, extra more security. We have more cameras. Um, have more security stuff being installed. Um, you know, other things, right? A lot of things that business owners should have. And, um, you know, and I have... Um, 
relationships with the police on the corners. I have numbers, like things like that. But all I have to say is like, it's so sad, yo. Like, it's so sad. The things that we have to like, um, be like, you just have to be alert ladies. And I'm saying all this to say, cause there's a lot of young ladies opening up businesses and, you know, we, we, we do a lot cause we want our place to look fabulous. You know, we want to do the best for our community and our clients, but just be alert ladies, be aware of what's going on. People that are watching you, um, unusual, like activities around your space, unusual people, like just be cautious. That's why I'm sharing this because if this didn't happen to us, we would have been la la land, you know, we would have been like leaving our doors open, walking out, not paying attention, you know, just very distracted and anything could happen because if we weren't alert, these people could have just ran up on us and God knows what, you know, um, as a business owner, you are able to have, um, a firearm, um, you know, just, I'm just putting things out there. So whoever has a business and, you know, especially ladies that are working by themselves and, and just things like that, just be mindful of things that, um, listen, just get yourself prepared. What they say in, um, correction, get ready. So you don't have to wait. What's it saying? Uh, get, be ready. So you don't have to get ready. That's what I'm trying to say. Be ready so you don't have to get ready because there's some desperate people out here, okay? So all that to say, that made me super paranoid, right? And I'm putting it out there right now. If you don't have an appointment and you just show up at our space, we will not let you in. <laughs> we will not let you in. So you must call us and let us know you're coming by to buy products or whatever the case may be because that door is not opening for someone we're not expecting. Um, and that's that. The next situation that happened, which was literally a week later, my car got broken into. Now, some people may say it's the same people. But the reason why I disagree with that is because my license is not registered under my home address. It's a different address. So if they was to like um, look my license up or whatever, it wouldn't be in the location that my car was broken into. So this is partially my fault because like I said, right, I've been like going, 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 haven't had time to like clean or just get myself, just like clean my car and just do things, right? <laughs> so my car has been like my second home. Like I've just been piling mail in there, just everything, right? So the reason why I say it's partially my part because I had a lot of personal documents in my car and I had some brand new electronic in my car. I, part of me felt like they broke in, well, I believe they broke into my car because they saw the brand new electronics and the electronics was, a, you know, the door ring. It was a brand new one in there and the echo, it was like an echo um, screen or whatever it was. So it basically connects to like your phone, your camera, things like that. So that was in my car. Usually I try to like tuck those things in so no one could see it if you look in. But this particular day, it was like very, very cold. I think it was also like raining and snowing. I had my daughter with me and I just wanted to get home, right? So I just, I didn't park in the um, parking lot. I just parked in the street and I just, that was it. And I, so the next morning now, my husband goes to the car 
because we were switching cars and was taking out the car seats. And he was like, he comes back upstairs and he's like, you don't listen. I told you, stop leaving things, personal things in your car. I told you, empty out your car. Somebody done broke into your car. I was like, what? So now imagine the stress, (laughs) the anxiety, like the frustration that I was experiencing at that quick minute. I was like, what? He's like, your back window, when he said my back window broken, was broken, I automatically knew that that's what they wanted. So he took photos for me and I looked at it. I was like, yep, they took it. But the car was a mess. Oh my goodness. I said, damn, they had a lot of time to go through every single thing. So they basically emptied out my glove department, like everything. It was a mess, right? So I get to the car and I was like, all right, they took the electronics. Okay, fine. Like whatever. Right. But then I'm looking for my tax papers because I had literally put everything in a folder with my payroll and everything. My W-9, I put everything in a folder to give to my accountant and it was tucked in between the seats. And sure enough, that was gone. So now I'm like paranoid. I'm like, Oh my God, because it had like my bank um statement. It was just a lot. I'm just like, Lord, like even me talking about it, I'm like so stressed and like so I'm like, Dag, like they got all of that. And then they took like my Alexander McQueen shades. And honestly, they probably took more things, but I won't know until I start looking for stuff. But it's a lot. It's a lot, and I've been sharing little things online because I really, really want to just make young ladies just aware of, like, these things, man. Like, if you're a person like me that keep personal stuff in the car, which I'm sure a lot of people don't, but if you do, just take this. What happened to me as a learn, as a lesson learned, don't do it. There's a lot of desperate people out there. They will do anything for, for stuff, money, material things. Like, I'm, listen... Man, I'm just getting so frustrated. And the thing about it is that I'm so stressed and annoyed that I can't even cry. Like, because crying ain't going to do nothing. I was thirsty. So the day that that happened, I went to the shop and I was like thirsty. And I, I saw a bottle of brand new red wine. And I said, I'm going to drink this. <laughs> I'm not even like a drinker. And I literally drank that whole bottle by myself at the shop. And I had to also, like, tell my clients, like, I'm so sorry. You may smell wine on me, but I'm, like, so stressed. <laughs> and they were like, it's okay. I know in their mind, they're like, well, don't mess up my lashes. Don't burn me. Don't, you know, they probably like, this girl needs to be careful before she hurt me. But, I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't, like, drunk. But I was just, like, I don't even know what else to do. I was just, like, so stressed or overwhelmed. I just feel like... <laughs> And so when I shared it online, like, um, it was so nice. One of the, um, somebody DM'd us and left me an encouraging scripture, which I appreciate. And I'm going to share with you guys. So it was Genesis 50, chapter 50, verse 20. And it says, as for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good. The next one said, God is within her. She will not fall. God will help her break day. And then the other one says, hold on to his words. He is with you. So that was really encouraging. I'm like very grateful for people that, you know, sent very encouraging words because, you know, I'm not like this. Like I don't vent on my social media. I don't do none of those things. But um, 
something else I appreciate is one of my clients. I'm just like, you know, I have certain clients that I kind of like open up to and just talk. We just be chatting. And I would just tell her all these things that was I was experiencing or that happened to me. And after her facial, she sat up and she was like, I want to pray for you. I was like, it just melted my heart. I was like, that's what I need right now. Like, I don't need someone to listen to me and judge or listen to me and just have something to gossip about or, you know what I'm saying? So it was very, very, it was a great feeling to have someone say, girl, I'm going to pray for you. Like, we're going to have God intervene right now because this is not normal. You know, you're dealing with spiritual warfare. Um, This is how I, this is how we see it. I don't know if you're a believer, but if you're a believer, this is how we're going to view it. Like, this is spiritual warfare because my friend said, this is not one thing that's happening. This is a few things that's happening at once. Like, we're going to break this because this is the thing. This is not good, right? So I know some of you guys probably listening like, girl, that's nothing. But for me, it's, this is something. This is a lot. This is a lot. Especially if you're someone that don't deal with challenges and things like this. This is a lot. So I share all this to say, again, be alert, ladies. You know, be careful out here. When you're facing challenges, know that this is not the end of the world, right? God is with us, right? He's always here. Whether you feel like, where is he? Why am I going through these things? Why is this happening? Listen, continue to have faith. Because in business, things are not perfect. It's ups and downs, ups and downs, right? When you are a beginner, like starting a business, it may seem very overwhelming. It may seem like there's no, you know, there's no, like there's no, and like this, like, wow, like, can this get even better? Can this get good after? You know, because I already been through this role, like in the beginning of like my business and not facing challenges like this, but just, you know, ups and down in the business. Even though it's down, it gets better. And you just have to be well prepared for situations because even though online and Social media, we see people have businesses and it looks all great and all luxurious and glamorous. And listen, don't be fooled. Do not be fooled. Just continue to pray, have faith, and know that whatever situation that God puts you through, he's going to take you out of. And that's it. Don't break. Just stay strong. Keep your faith. Keep praying. Reading your word. Whatever God you believe in, I'm just talking about in general. Just know that nothing lasts forever, okay? I really hope that me sharing this really encourage you, motivate you, and it strengthens your faith, you know? And um, I hope you, you learn something from this, okay? Again, I'm sharing all this to say, I'm sharing all of this because I want you to be well prepared, Okay, and I'm gonna be honest. This is why I have this plat. This is why I have this podcast because I want to share my experience and things that I go through, so that hopefully you can learn from it and you don't make the same mistakes. Okay, well I can't wait to come back next week and talk to you guys. And that is it. Toodles. Pero